Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, no surprises in the USDA November report. The market awaits news on the export corridor and funds extend a short position on CBOT wheat. The November USDA report was uninspiring with lots of could-have and should-have comments from the analysts. They reduced Argentine production by 2 million metric tonnes, which came straight out of their exports, although the Rosario Grain Exchange has now lowered their crop to 11.8 million metric tonnes. USDA said 15.5. The Australian crop was raised 1.5 million metric tonnes and their exports raised by 1 million, which is about the limit of their logistical capabilities. Rain continues to cause concern for Oz wheat quality in the south and the east. The USDA left Russian production and exports unchanged, with production at 91 million metric tonnes, which is well below other forecasts. Ukrainian wheat, maize production and exports were also left unchanged, as were wheat numbers in China and India. The EU maize crop was lowered 1.4 million metric tonnes, which is still 3 to 4 million tonnes too high, and left EU maize imports unchanged at 20 million metric tonnes, which is too low. The market's only focus at the moment is the future of the export corridor. No fresh vessels have arrived at Ukrainian ports since last weekend, which was the unofficial cut-off date. The UN and NATO are making positive noises about lifting sanctions on Rosalkozbank, whilst Turkey are pushing for a one-year extension to the corridor agreement, which is unsurprising given the income that they get for vessels through the Bosphorus and the volume of wheat which is transiting through Turkish ports. Lots of talk about Russia giving grain for free to starving nations whilst restricting destinations who can receive goods shipped via the corridor, with the EU likely to be a favoured destination. Putin will not be attending the upcoming G20 meeting, where the corridor will presumably be discussed, the outcome of which will largely determine price direction in the near term. China appears to have doubled down on their zero-tolerance COVID policy, which was a surprise to those that were expecting an easing of restrictions and seen as negative for demand. Fund managers appear to have positioned themselves for a positive outcome on the corridor, extending their short position to 61,000 contracts of 8.3 million metric tonnes, which needs monitoring. Recent tender activity to Egypt and Algeria are thought to have traded basis Russian execution as importers buy what is currently the cheapest option. How long this will last depends on weather, logistics, export taxes and Russian farmers selling at current levels. Russia cannot supply the world with milling wheat. Hopefully, we are not repeating the gas mistake. On to malting barley and the weather's causing export delays. There's an absence of the world's two largest barley consumers and Denmark's undercutting UK malting barley prices. Wet weather is causing some of our malting barley exports to be delayed. We've had a good run so far, with several boats loaded and shipped already. As usual in these next five weeks up to Christmas, the berths in our south and west coast ports are becoming congested and we do need the rain to stop. The latest USDA report adds nothing new to the world's supply and demand for barley. Russia has a record crop of 22.5 million tonnes of barley. The total EU barley is up slightly at 58.37 million tonnes, but that includes a large increase in the UK. 
French winter plantings are complete and ahead of last year. The world consumption of barley is unchanged. China's demand has reduced by half a million tonnes, but more concerning is the absence of the world's two largest barley consumers, China and Saudi Arabia, from any recent serious buying. Domestically, there is no change in the barley market. It is difficult to find new homes for malting or feed until the new year. Export-wise, Denmark can undercut UK malting barley into mainland Europe. Maltsters only require about 20% to complete buying for this season, and that is confined to April, May and June. It's unlikely that the market will improve because of any barley-only factor, as the fundamentals are too bearish. It would require another major geopolitical event to move the world prices and hope that it lasts long enough to help our barley. The last one didn't, losing all futures gains within 48 hours. There is some limited interest in new crop spring malting barley for October, November and December 2023, so please contact your Openfield Farm business manager for prices. And oilseed rape, we have the USDA report. Palm oil hits a 10-day low and world rapeseed production is revised up. Matif rapeseed is trading down from the recent highs we saw last week. Domestic buyers have reduced their bids to follow, but any fall has been capped by a lack of sellers. The domestic market is still underpinned by a good demand from inland consumers and crushers who are waiting for delayed imports. Yesterday, we saw the USDA's supply and demand report, which increased soybean production, crush and ending stocks. Following the report, Chicago soybeans closed slightly higher and Matif rapeseed also closed slightly up. Palm oil hit a 10-day low on Thursday, tracking losses in rival edible oils as China's stringent COVID-19 policies have hit demand. The global outlook for palm oil remains uncertain, with strict pandemic policies in China weighing on demand, along with high energy prices and a slowdown in output. The crop consultancy Strategy Grains revised the world rapeseed production up further with higher acreage along with record production expected in various countries. Despite the disappointing performance of the Canadian harvest and the bad weather in eastern Australia, world rapeseed production is anticipated to reach a new record of 85.7 million metric tonnes for 22-23, up 11.7 million tonnes from 21-22. Strategy Grains also expect the area sown with rapeseed in the European Union to expand next season after high prices have encouraged farmers to sow more of the oilseed and the crops have started in good conditions. In its first estimate for the 23-24 marketing season, the harvestable area in the EU has been put at 6 million hectares, up 2.4% from the current season. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator, starting with feed wheat for November, £260, May, 266 feed barley for November, 234 May, 240 and oilseed rape for November, 538 to 543 May, 544 to 549 Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.